0: Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk 20s episode 4. I didn't think I would make it this far. Here we are. Um, For this episode, I have another great friend of mine um, all the way from, from high school freshman year, and then uh, we just kept in touch over the years, and it's blossomed to a great friendship. I have my friend Jacob Tomney on this episode. Jacob, what's up, man?
1: Hey, man. How you doing? It's nice to be here.
0: I'm doing great. I I really appreciate you uh being able to come on here. I I know that you said you've listened to all the podcast episodes um leading up to this point, and I really appreciate you uh doing so and always texting me and and saying it was a great episode and all that. So it means a lot that you've uh, been a consistent listener and someone who supported me from square one. And I really wanted you to get on the episode as soon as possible, so I'm glad we're able to uh, able to do it.
1: Absolutely, I've. I have thoroughly enjoyed the episodes that you've made so far and um, I I do appreciate how the, the topics that you have discussed have, um, you know, been geared towards real life things that uh, people in their 20s face, um, but also, you know, things that anybody can face and it's nice to just talk about it because that can be helpful to people who are going through something like that right now.
0: Absolutely, man, absolutely. That's the whole, whole point behind it, especially some of the topics that um hopefully I'm able to really dive into in future episodes are stuff that are really common but no one talks about just because you know it's uncomfortable to uh you know open up in that way, but I feel like it's really important for i mean if we're all experiencing it, you know, why not open up the door for a conversation about you know how to how to handle that situation, or how to, uh, you know, really, really be uh, in a good mindset to take on life, which can be challenging sometimes.
1: Absolutely, it it can be challenging, and um, it, you know, I like what you said there about having the right mindset. Um, having the right mindset could be difficult, um, especially when you know something comes up in your life, um, a hardship or, um, a trial that you weren't necessarily expecting. And in order to deal with that, um, I mean, I, I believe that you have to have a a foundation, something to to kind of fall back on. And and I'm sure we'll talk about that in, in this episode, but, um, but you're exactly right. It's good to talk about it. It's good to, um, to get it out in the open.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um I've been always trying to introduce the the guest for people who uh may not know you because I have viewers from different states and different areas of uh or parts of my life rather. Um <clears throat> so do you want to talk to everyone about how we met and how our friendship has uh changed and blossomed over the last I mean god, how long has it been now? Is that 9 years? Uh-huh. I mean, oh my geez. 2014, that to me seems like a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Twenty thirteen was when uh, was when we first met in high school, and wow, um, yeah. I mean, freshman year of high school, I we were both in the marching band, and I don't think we had a lot of classes together, but um, we just kind of kind of ran into each other. I think. I think that's what what ultimately happened and we started talking and, uh, and of course just messing around most of the time, um, and, uh, and enjoying the, the laughs that would come from that. But, um, you know, it, you know, it just turned out to, uh, to turn into a great friendship that lasted all those years in high school. Um, and, and we obviously grew closer. Uh, we grew closer to, uh, a few other people. Um, you know a few other friends that I still stay in contact to this day which is um, you know which is really great something I'm I'm very thankful for but um, I mean you know how it is with going off to college you get busy you you have other things come up that um, you know take priority and as a result, sometimes, especially if you had a different school, like we were, we were at different colleges. Um, I, I think it's easy to kind of lose touch a little bit. I wouldn't say we lost touch, but, um, you know, every now and then we would pick up the phone and call each other, uh, just randomly. And, uh, and, uh, when I got married back in November of 2021, I, um, I just, I wanted to send you an invitation because I felt like you were a close friend and, Um, and I'm so glad you were able to come to that.
0: Well, I was, I was very happy to go there. And first off, uh, congratulations on your marriage. And I'm sure you and you and Lydia are are extremely happy together still. Um, and that, that, uh, that invite meant a lot to me and I absolutely wouldn't miss it for the world. And I'm so glad that I was able to go and, you know, to see you really happy and, um, just, I mean, it's hard to catch up. Um, when you're walking around trying to entertain all the other guests, but I really appreciate you stopping by and and giving me the, the one on one time with uh Cam and I to, you know, to see how things are going and all of that. But um, yeah, I was, you know, it's funny the other day. Um, I say the other day, it was probably a few weeks ago. For whatever reason, a, a memory came up on my Snapchat, and it was about. Do you remember that group chat we had? Um, the Fantastic Four, where it was you, Chase, Daniel, and I. Oh, my gosh. I, and we used to hang out like sophomore uh. year of high school, I think. <laughs> we used to wow. go to my place and then uh, put a projector on and play Call of Duty, the four of us, and just hang out and go to movies or whatever it was.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. I, um, Made me funny. chuckle. I, I forgot about that. That's, that's crazy. Um, yeah, that's – we uh, – we had a good little group going, um, and you know it, it's nice because i I felt like uh, I felt like we could all trust each other. I think that was a that was a big thing. Is that you know we we joked around and messed around with each other, but but it was like you could tell that the the friendships that we had there were real, and that we could trust yeah. what we were saying to each other, and, um, and 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 that was great. That was that was really great.
0: Oh man. Well, um, what's, uh, let's talk about the topic today, Jacob. What, what was the topic and, um, you know, why, why did we decide to, uh, to discuss this? Why is this important to you?
1: Well, the, the topic today is dealing with adversity. And the reason why I chose this topic is because, um, I, I have gone through, um, the, the most difficult uh, trial or adversity you know up, of my life up to this point and, and I've gone through that this past spring. Um, and the trial that I went through was uh, some training for a job that I was um, uh, for a job that I was hired to and uh, that training, involves me leaving home for about three months up to Minneapolis, Minnesota. And um as you know, as we talked about, I, I just got married in November, so mm-hmm. so I got married in November and then I had to leave in uh early March to go and start this training for a regional airline, um, for whom I'm a I'm a pilot flying mostly east coast flights uh taking people to their destinations which is fantastic um it you know this job is something i've always wanted to do but uh the training was was very challenging
0: yeah i mean like you said it's uh definitely not an easy thing with or without a partner to uh to move away from your comfort zone from away from where you call home and and uh do what you have to do for a prolonged period of time but we all we all know uh since high school that's been your dream is to uh you know be a pilot and all that and i think that's absolutely fantastic that here we are now that we just said 9 years later and you you are on track and have accomplished that goal i i just think that not a lot of people can say the the same thing and i um, really proud of you, man. It's, it's awesome to see you succeed like that.
1: Well, I appreciate that. It, it was, it was such a relief and, um, and it was very rewarding to finish a training and just a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, but I'll tell you this, it, there, there were some scary moments in that training where, um, you know, it tested me, to the point where I, I didn't know if I could do it. I, I didn't know if I could finish it. And, and yes, I've, I've wanted to do this job my whole life. Um, it was a dream of mine, but, um, it gets a little frightening when you, you get to a point where you're being tested, where, you know, you're being pushed to the limits of what, of what you think you can do. And, and you start to worry about whether or not you can do this. And this is something you've wanted to do your whole life. So um, there were moments when obviously the, you know, being away from home for three months at a time with, with very small breaks in between, um, you know, you, you get lonely, you get lonely after a while. Um, and the, the training schedule, for airline pilots can be very difficult as well. Um, the, the training could, you know, one day be from 9 PM in the evening until 3 AM in the morning. And then you have to get up you uh, get about 12 hours rest. And then you get to go back and, and get up at 4 AM the next day. Um, and, and then you get to go back and do the midnight shift again. It, um, so I was dealing with, the. Uh, um, in some cases, a lack of sleep, um, you know, the the fatigue was setting in, in addition to being lonely. And um, in, in my case, I, there, there weren't many people in my class who I could relate to. So um, it, it was challenging that I had to find ways to get through it. And, um, yeah, and I'm looking forward to talking about those ways in this episode of, of you know, how I managed to to navigate this challenge that I had.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we're, we're talking about adversity and, and overcoming it, so I kind of want to take a step back here and talk about your, your upbringing with your family. Um, you know, as you're growing up, the, a, a large part of you having these problem-solving skills and um, learning how to overcome is kind of a, a key lesson that um, your your parents and teachers and people that um, are supposed to be your role models growing up can can really impact <clears throat> you know your your way of thinking with certain things um so my question for you is what what did your parents teach you about um, adversity and and how to overcome it and how to face it and all of that
1: well I think the the first thing that my parents taught me was that you have to have a foundation. Um, You have to have something that you can fall back on and and something that you know you can fall back on regardless of the time. Um, And and for me, that that foundation has always been my faith in God. Um, And I know that that might not always be what somebody's foundation is. Um, So, you know, whether it's um, your friends and family that you fall back on, Uh, that's, that's a wonderful foundation to have, um, or, or maybe just falling back on your confidence in yourself, falling back on, um, you know, the, the faith that you have in yourself to get yourself through this and everything. Um, but ultimately for me, my, my faith has always been there for me. It's always been the rock that that's kind of motivated me and pushed me to look for that light at the end of the tunnel regardless of how dim it might seem at some times. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, So uh, my faith, but I mean, my parents, they also taught me that, that you have to be tough. Um, I, I feel like I've had it pretty good up to this point in my life. I haven't had to deal with much and, and I can attribute that to my parents in many ways. They, they have really taken great care of of me and my siblings. Um, But you know, I I look to my parents and and what they've dealt with, and and it's inspired me to deal with these hardships. Um, recently, I mean, my dad, my dad is also an airline pilot, and and he inspired me to be an airline pilot. But after the terrorist attacks in New York City on nine eleven, uh, nobody wanted to fly anymore at that current time, and rightfully yeah. so. And as a result, many airline pilots, including my dad, uh, were furloughed from their jobs. And uh, for about five or six years in a town in Indiana that we were living in, um, he and my mom worked in a little UPS store uh, in the town that we lived in. And obviously, that's that's a jump from being an airline pilot to working in a UPS store and having three kids at the time it's um, it's it's challenging it's and I remember as a kid how challenging it was for them at times to to manage all the different things that they were dealing with there. but yeah they um, they were incredibly tough. they made it through and uh, after the uh, United States rebounded from uh, from the attacks of 9/11 and the airline industry rebounded my dad was able to go back and work for delta airlines um where he's been ever since which is great
0: that is great that's a great story. honestly i didn't even know that story about your parents um that's really cool man <clears throat> it's awesome to i don't i don't think that um in the moment uh when when their parents tell us those stories about you know how they made it you know how the, how they got to where they are currently um As a kid, when you hear that story for the first time, excuse me, when you hear that story for the first time, it 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 really honestly can inspire you because we look up to our parents so much as as role models, and you know these people who constantly provide for us. So when you hear their story about how they at one point were in a rough spot and they overcame that, it 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 really opens your eyes up to realize, like, wow, okay, well, maybe I'll have a rough spot too, and um, I'll still be okay as well. Um, so that's awesome. So definitely, I definitely agree with your point. Definitely have something to fall back on, whether it's a support system or your faith or, um, anything like that. That's definitely a key. Um, now as you got older, right. So from, from early childhood to, uh, being a teenager now, a young adult know that, what are some changes that, um, you know, say you made to adjust to your age related, Obstacles that you face.
1: Well, I think, I think as you get older, you you start to come in contact with all these different things that you didn't used to have to deal with when you were in high school. Um, you know, something as simple as like uh, like like doing your taxes, or uh, which can be just mind numbing, um, or you know, having to go through. Um, some rigorous work training for for an upper you know level job um you have to have to change the way that you look at things Uh, you have to kind of change your mentality in a way to match the mentality of you know if that job or or that challenge or um just adult things that that come about um you, you have to you have to be tough and, um, so, as far as changes go i I think the the mentality has to change you you have to you have to wake up a little bit and realize, you know, kind of like you mentioned in a previous episode, um, you know you have to have a wake up call, and sometimes there are many wake up calls um and but that's the great part is that you know you you're constantly being reminded of. All the, the things changing around you and how you have to change um, sometimes in response to that,
0: absolutely man adapt and conquer, overcome and conquer um, well, so I would a hundred percent agree with that I think adapting to uh, adversity and beating it has a lot to do with your uh, willingness to constantly work on yourself in various ways and become. What you would like to think is the best version of yourself. Um, would you say that that is true for yourself as well? Uh, that's just a point that I normally make to myself.
1: Yes, yes, I, I, I really like that that line and trying to become the best version of yourself. That it's hard to do because, in order to do that, you have to look at your shortcomings and look at your your faults or your weaknesses. And you have to try to improve upon them, and that can be challenging in the sense that, first of all, you have to you have to recognize faults in yourself, um, which can be hard to admit at times. But you have to think about how it affects yourself and the people around you. The, you know, in my case, I'm I'm now a husband. I have I have a family to take care of, and so, looking at myself each day and trying to trying to just get a little better each day is is one goal that I set for myself. When I get out of bed in the morning, I, you know, I, I look at the day and I'm like, okay, this is what I have to do. Um, but but I want to get a little better at this. So, um, you know, maybe it's a little better at um, at handling uh, something that I'm not expecting. You know, I, I think that's one of the hardest things is. Um, handling or responding to something that, that you weren't expecting, something that catches you off guard a little bit. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think trying to be the best version of yourself is great, but I, um, I actually wanted to ask you a question.
0: Absolutely. And,
1: um, you know, we are talking about the challenge that I went through this past spring, mm-hmm. but, I wanted to see if there's anything that you're going through right now or or even anything that that you faced in the past that that maybe you're still dealing with something that um you know hasn't really gone away but you know you know could be anything something that you're dealing with right now how do you how do you deal with that how do you overcome those issues
0: Oh Jacob you just uh you just opened a jar you should not have opened my friend (laughs) (laughs) that's all right right. something you know i i think that um like i said in the, the last episode with nate is that um when i personally when i have an issue or something that i have to deal with i have to fully deal with it head on um because I have come to realize that the longer that I try to push something off and, and kind of wait for it to pass, um, it, it sometimes doesn't happen like that organically. Um, sometimes a problem from the past or something will will continue to um, travel with you on, until it is faced head on and that you deal with it. So for me, I personally have to take the problem um, head on and and kind of figure out the best way to to solve it um but in terms of what what is something that I'm currently doing with that's uh that's a problem i th- I think it's um for for me it's kind of the whole the whole thing about getting older and realizing that um, with my family it's starting to become you know, especially with my parents being separated of where I'm where I plan on being. Um hopefully once I'm done with uh school and PT school and get my first job right out of right out of grad school and all that stuff, which is a whole nother issue and I have already talked about it so I won't touch on it again for now. But um I think the big thing is just kind of growing up and figuring out where I'm gonna be and realizing that um I may have to come to a point where I may be farther away from my family um, depending where my folks end up staying at still. And um, that can be a tough pill to swallow. I think moving away from your family and kind of officially uh, spreading <clears throat> spreading your wings and doing your own thing and, and realizing that you, you may not see your parents for um, several months at a time. And, you know, hopefully not to the extreme where it's only major holidays. But I think that's something that's that's really hard for me just because I'm so family oriented and I love my family and all that stuff and the realization that um you know at, at some point it's it's gonna be you know every so often I get to see them and we're just getting older and older and time's going quicker and quicker to me is just something that I think about often and and um it's it's you know that's that's my biggest thing I would say for now, besides the whole trying to figure out grad school and where I'll go and hoping I get in and pretty much been working this last year to uh lead up to this moment get accepted into a school but that would that would be my answer what about you man what's your what's your answer for your own question
1: well um uh, you know, as far as how i how I get through it is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. Well, that and also like what, what is the biggest, I mean, is the the job um, and all of that going to impact your marriage and etc? Is that your biggest uh, thing that you need to uh, overcome currently?
1: Well, the nice thing is just, um, I have a very close relationship with my wife, uh, but I feel very blessed and extremely lucky to have married her because she's very accepting and, and understanding of the, you know, what entails, you know, what my job entails, Um, me being away for three or four days at a time. um, It it can be challenging, but thankfully she's very understanding about that. And um, so um, I'm, I'm looking forward to to getting into this career and, and seeing what it has in store for me. Um, but I, I think, you know, one thing that I heard, you know, one word that I heard a couple times and, and just the last thing that you said was, you know, you said, hopefully, and I hope this will work out. And, um, and I think one thing that, that I've recently come to try and, and, and just grasp a little bit more is, is just to have hope when, something isn't going your way and you're not exactly sure how to deal with something. I I think, I I didn't think I really understood what it meant to have hope until, you know, I went through the training this past spring. And I mean, hope can, can have a a number of different meanings, you know, it's, um, what are you having hope in? You know, for me, I, I realized that I, I, um, I had hope in my faith. I had hope that my God would carry me through these issues that at the times, sometimes I didn't feel like I could carry myself through. And, um, I mean, there's this one Bible verse I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, uh, take over your show here and and, and, and preach. I'm not that kind of guy, but, but this one Bible verse from Romans, it, it, um, it really stands out, um, because it, it. it brings it, you know, it brings this this topic of hope into it, and um, and so I am going to read it right here. It's Romans five mm-hmm. verses three through five. Um, it says, "And we boast in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character." hope, and hope does not disappoint. End of verse. So, you know, I read that after going through this, and I'm like, wow, you're, you're right. I, it Hope does not disappoint. It, it may seem like what you're going through in the moment is insurmountable, or something that you don't think you could handle. But Whatever your foundation is, you need to put your hope in that. And, you know, if your foundation is your family, you know, you need to have hope that, that you're going to be able to do this for them or, um, or know that you have your family to go and see um, when this is all through or um, you have your family to help you through whatever this issue is. Um, so I, I just noticed that, um, you know, you said the word hope, a couple of times on what you said and I think it's something that we say often but we don't think about
0: yeah that was beautiful. That was that was awesome and I'm I'm uh I'm really touched that you uh you 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 made that point and um I completely I completely agree. And then to add to that too, um a lot of times we say we hope something works out and this and that, but say that it will work out. You know having that self doubt you you need to uh and I'm talking to myself right now you need to have that um that uh willingness to accept defeat if it if it happens but in the moment um assume that you'll be victorious and assume that it it will work out because um, if you have that self doubt and you're you're not even at the arrival point yet it it automatically um can, can make you not achieve that goal as much because you're already down yourself you're you're already thinking that you won't get there um but I absolutely love your point and I completely agree a hundred a hundred percent and i'm glad you're able to find a bible verse for it too man that that's that was beautiful
1: well thank you thank you i i agree and, and I i think you've said this a few times in the episodes that you've done thus far but You've mentioned the fact that you wish you would have taken a step back and and just tried to relax a little bit more when when something is going on, uh, because in retrospect you look at it and you're like, well, I did it, you know, I, I, you know, I got myself through it, whatever that issue was, and I, I wish I would have been able to tell myself that in the moment, I'm going to get myself through this.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, so. You know, talking to myself, wh- why don't I just try to take some pressure off, take mm-hmm. some pressure off, relax, um, you know, try try to enjoy yourself a little bit, take your mind off of whatever's going on. Um, because if if it's just like a grueling, constant battle, then uh, your, your brain's going to get fatigued, you're going to, um, you know, you'll be able to better handle these things if you take a step back a little bit. But um, absolutely, yeah, one one other question that I had for you
0: mm-hmm.
1: was you know do you do you regret how you respond to adversity in general, or you know maybe do you regret a specific response that you've had to adversity um, you know, something you've faced
0: hmm. i <clears throat> yeah, I'll be honest, yes. I I think that um I think that sometimes when I have an obstacle in front of me and and I feel like that um in the moment that it's 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 a lot to handle and a lot to overcome there there's times where I'll kind of part of me will accept the defeat and part of me will Um, think that you know, it's it's too much right now. You know, I I can't do this and that, and you know, juggle all the other things going in my life right now, and blah 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 blah. And I think sometimes I get so hyper focused on trying to fix or overcome the adversity that, um, is very specific in that moment in time, and then I think it takes away from me living and the positivity and gratitude that I should be feeling constantly, even for just being here. Um and it's really, really, really easy for me to dive into the negatives. Um and I I can't explain why I'm wired that way. Um and I've definitely gotten so much better as I've gotten older to appreciate you know even the small things um like me being able to get out of a bed today instead of sleeping on the floor outside like so many others have to and um it's I, i'm just wired to always focus not always focus but um i used to always focus on only the negatives and that can take away from all the positives that are around you things that we may take for granted but um in reality we really shouldn't at all so Um, currently I'm so much better at that. Even if I have, um, a lot of things going on and uh, a lot of weight on my shoulders, I still really try to wake up and, and, you know, thank God that I, I woke up, I have a roof over my head. I have food on my plate. I have all this stuff and it's really easy to, when you're trying to overcome something to hyper-focus on that negative or negatives. Um, but this too shall pass and it's easier said than done, but it's something that you really, really, really have to change your mindset on because as you get older and the problems may get more um, severe or more uh, challenging, um, you need to change that mindset of, instead of focusing on the negatives and what the problems are, try to find solutions, make a map of how to get from, point A to B with these micro goals to overcome the adversity and you realize that um, once you make it more digestible and um, more feasible that you can overcome everything that's going on in your life and I hope everyone who has stuff going on in their life realizes that as well so that's my long answer for you I'm sorry
1: don't be sorry that was a great answer Um, I I like what you said about turning all the negatives into a positive and having perspective of all the different things that you're facing uh, compared to what you could be facing. That could be a lot worse. I I think that's great. I I think at the same time, it's important not to discount what you are going through in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what you are going through in the moment is real. It's It's so- something that, that you are facing, and, and um, it can be it can be difficult to take care of yourself in the moment, uh, because that is important. It is important to take care of yourself, to uh, take a step back, to take some deep breaths, to because if you're not taken care of, if you're not you know in the right state of mind, then you're not geared up to deal with. Whatever that adversity is in the moment,
0: yeah, absolutely. And then to add one more thing on top of all of that is that just because someone in your life may appear to be going through more than you, that does not mean that your feelings, your, um, <clears throat> your adversity has less value than <clears throat> Jesus Christ has less value than uh, that person. Because um, whatever you're going through and if you feel a certain way, that is of equal value than your friend or family member that may be experiencing more. That doesn't mean that you should discredit um your personal battles that you have. And I think that's something else that um maybe some people use and twist to twist to their own um way to kind of discredit how they feel It's like, oh well someone always has it worse than me. I mean true right there's there is someone out there who probably has more um obstacles in the moment to overcome but that doesn't mean you should discredit your own um adversity that you're you're currently facing as well because you are you know you are loved you are valued and and you shouldn't um necessarily think that your problems are of any less than someone else would you agree with that as well
1: i agree i i absolutely agree i um Yes, you know, it's it's good to have perspective to, to yes. look at the grand scheme of things, but at the same time, if you if you discredit what you're going through, it um it'll wear you down at some point. It, it'll make you feel even more worthless or even more weak than you feel in that moment. And when you're going through something like that, you, you have to find things that build you up. You have to Fall back on that foundation or um, one thing that I try to think of is is trying to find happiness in even the even the worst times mm-hmm. that can be it can be very challenging but if you can find things that make you happy or if you if you have people in your life that make you happy um, who can help you through those things, then right off the bat, your your life has just gotten a whole lot easier as you try to, to battle and deal with whatever trial or hardship that you're going through at that time.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Jacob, I have a question for you that may be, um, it could be a deep question depending how you want to get into it. But um, I, uh, we're just, in the past, we're talking about, you know, this too shall pass and everything that we've overcome so far. Um, So I sometimes sit back and look at everything that I've accomplished and everything that I've gone through. And and it's just a reminder that, you know, this too shall pass and that I'm able to overcome whatever um, is currently happening or whatever is going to be ahead for me. Would your 15-year-old self be proud of the obstacles you've overcome since?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. With without a doubt, I I would be very proud of everything that I've that I have done because you know I would say many of the goals that I set for myself in high school um, are things that I have achieved. Now um, I, I look at that and I say, okay, that's great, but but I'm also looking back on all these years and I. And I'm looking at all the different qualities about myself, all the different things that I've discovered about myself that I didn't think I would discover. Um, I, you know, I feel that I, you know, I had a vision of who I wanted to be when I was 15. Right. And I think I've met that, but I think there's so many other nuances or, or different things that have affected me that, that have changed me for the better and even the adversities the the trials and especially the trials have shaped me into who I am today and um, even if even if I've made mistakes I mean those mistakes put me here they they made me who I am and I like who I am I I'm very I I am proud of, of where I've, um, how far I've come since I set those goals for myself. And when I was 15, but I mean, I mean, kind of to turn the question around, um, how, uh, how do you feel about yourself right now and the goals you set
0: forth? Oh man. Well, as you, um, as you know, everything that I, uh, I went through before high school with my um with my father and his physical um physical disabilities and then moving around so much and then I don't know if you remember in high school all the other stuff I, I went through. I at fifteen I already experienced so much and the majority of me was like, you know what, I've gone through this, this and this. I can I can handle whatever's ahead of me um you know with this with this mindset i have and all of that and um that's a pretty bold statement to say but i i truly think that everything that i faced um growing up and being able to adapt even by just having to move 13 times or 12 times before college and learning how to adapt and you know, every time I'd move, I'd have individual adversity constantly. You know, I had to prove myself at school. I had to prove myself in my sports. I had to prove myself at church, not prove myself, but, you know, kind of kind of show people who I am um, and and all of that. So I think all those, um, those moves and relocating and all of that and everything experienced up until when I was 15 really molded me into the man that I am and kind of um, prepared me for, um, adulthood challenges. Um, and I, I, I think, I think I, I've been doing okay. I think I've been doing okay. I would think that my 15 year old, um, self is, is proud of who I've come and, um, my ability to adapt. Yeah.
1: Well, I, would I'd take that a step further. And I, I think your friends and family would say that you've done more than okay. Um, uh, you know, and, All the with all that you've dealt with, all that you've gone through. Um, I I think one thing that many people admire about you, and one reason why many people, um, just love to be around you, love to talk with you, is, is that you've dealt with all these things, and yet you still wake up each day with the same mindset. Um, you, you are, you know, you show this strength, you show, but also this. Uh, compassion towards the, the people that are around you. Um it it's very admirable. Um and, and so I just wanted to say that because that's one thing I've always admired about you.
0: Well I love you and I appreciate that more than you know. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that man. That really does mean a lot. It's um that that really does mean a lot. I appreciate that more than you know. Um yeah. well
1: we gotta hear it sometimes, you know?
0: I, absolutely. Absolutely, um, so I think uh you and I, in terms of our mindset going into um, trying to overcome an obstacle or hardship in our life is relatively similar um, but for people who have different coping mechanisms or different views than you and I, uh, what is your advice to them to overcome adversity? I know we touched on it and you said to have some kind of support system, whether it's faith or family or friends, but is there anything else that you would like to add to that?
1: Well, I, I think I I think the best way I can answer that question is to kind of go back to something that I mentioned earlier. And sure. that trying to find happiness in even the hardest of times that you might go through. And and I think that's the best answer I could put forth because So many different people have different ways of being happy, different ways uh, or different things in their life, different people in their life uh, that make them happy. And if you're not actively seeking those things out, if you're not, you know, finding ways to to make yourself happier or finding things that that you enjoy, then life is just it's going to be gray. And for me, up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, for three months, that's all it was—literally, for ninety percent of the time, was gray, cloudy skies, and and I took that for granted. I took the you know, sunlight for granted for so long until I, you know, I saw the sun for the first time in three weeks, and I was like, "Wow! I mean, this makes me happy." Yeah. Um So it can be something as simple as being outdoors soaking in that vitamin D, um, or, um, being with your family or playing video games with your friends online or, you know, something that brings a smile to your face is automatically going to help you to overcome whatever you're dealing with at that time.
0: That's a great answer. I would hundred percent agree. I think that, um, I think perspective as Nate said in a previous episode perspective is more powerful than um people realize and possibly even the most powerful way to um really handle anything in life is you know kind of your way of thinking your perspective on you know you're going to you're going to let the adversity um overtake you and you know put you in a downward spiral you're going to try to find the positive things change your perspective and and try your best to see um, the light and all the darkness that seems to be consuming you. I think that that is a huge, a huge, huge thing. Absolutely. Um,
1: and, and sorry to interrupt you there.
0: No, no, go for but, it.
1: But uh, I think another thing to, to do is to to treat yourself, to, to look at all that you've accomplished up to this point, even though you, in that moment you might not feel accomplished. Um, but you know, treat yourself. Um, go out to a restaurant with some friends and and get a big juicy burger if that makes you happy. Or you know, that makes me happy. And, oh my gosh, man! And, <laughs> and that's something that, that's something I had to do a few times this past spring. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And or or um, go and, and do something fun. Go go to an amusement park with friends. Go and you know, just get out for a day if you can. Do something that, um, you know, give yourself a treat, you know, tell yourself that you deserve this, um, and that you, you know, you can do this and you can overcome these things, but you have to take that moment to, you know, to appreciate all that you have done to, to look on yourself and, We can all be our worst critics at times, so I think that you know we have to look at that and say, and and look at all the things that we we are doing right presently, and all the things that we have done right. And um, I think going back to something I said earlier, even if you've made some mistakes, even if you have responded to adversity in a way that you didn't want to, those. Mistakes and those responses put you here. They they made you who you are, and at the end of the day, you have to you have to love who you are.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you, you made so many great points in in that response. I would one hundred percent agree with every single one of them. um so We just talked about perspective uh, briefly. Uh, what personal experiences have you uh, experienced that really changed your perspective on how to handle uh, problems and adversity? Hmm. That's a good question. Thank you.
1: That was a very good, you're very welcome. Um, so as far as my perspective goes, I, I think getting married recently, uh, about six months ago, Uh, changed my perspective on a lot of things because it, it wasn't just me who I was taking care of at that point. Um, you know, I was, I was going through these hardships for my family. And when you have that change in perspective, you know, to where your perspective widens and it encompasses a number of different things, um, it changes your perspective. It can be good or bad. The bad could be that you put too much pressure on yourself and, and you look at that new perspective and you're like, Oh my goodness, I have to, I have to overcome this in order to take care of my family or I have to overcome this to have a future, to have a career. But for me, I had to, I had to put those thoughts aside and, Mm -hmm. you know, not necessarily narrow my perspective, but um, just use that perspective to motivate me to, you know, to wake up each morning and say, this is what I'm doing today. This is why I'm doing it. And this is what's going to come out of this. No matter how I feel at the moment, this is going to work out. And, um, but, I think getting married. To answer your question, getting married definitely changed my perspective on how I'm going to deal with things going forward.
0: Beautiful. I would. Um, I'm personally not married at the moment, but I 100 100 see what you're what you're saying. Um,
1: <laughs> well, um, yeah. I mean, I've met Cam. She's great. You, yeah. You've got a great support system with her. And, um, you, you don't have to be married to, to have that perspective. Um, you can, you can be working towards things for, for other people like her.
0: Um, oh, a hundred percent. I currently do hundred percent. So,
1: absolutely. But, um, you know, has anything changed in your life recently that's changed your perspective on, you know, trying to get into, um, trying to get into grad school or, or PT school and, um, you know. Has anything changed your perspective?
0: Um, I would say the biggest thing is to, you can have a plan and expect everything to um, be linear in terms of you doing this and it happening, doing, you know, thing number two and thing number two happening. But um, in reality, uh, it's, it is never ever the case And for some people, that's hard to accept that, you know, they have this plan and it has to work out in a specific way and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, an obstacle pops up or there's some adversity that you need to face while trying to accomplish that goal. And and it completely flusters people. And then, you know, back to square one. Um, I think the biggest thing is to, if you're trying to accomplish something, have a goal. But realize that it may not happen in the way that you want it to, and there is always a reason for something. And whether that's hard to see in the moment, um, you know, there there is always a reason why why something happens, whether it's good or bad. And um, it's okay if things don't exactly go your way. And you know, there's several several different roads leading to your destination. I think I think that that is a perspective change that I had, um, especially within the last four years going to college. And I went into college, uh, you know, trying to be a veterinarian, if you remember. And then my spring semester of junior year, I changed to exercise science. Um, Some would say that's a little late or whatever, but I graduated on time. Um, But I was so dead set on, on, you know, being pre-vet at Auburn and then going to Auburn's veterinary school for another uh, four years after and um, clearly it didn't work that way. So I think that you may have a plan or you may want to accomplish something um, and it may not exactly go the the way that you had planned and you can still accomplish that dream or goal of yours. Um, and just because there may be some hardships on the way, um, that doesn't mean that um, you still can't, Can't do what you want or accomplish what you wanted. Um, So that's my answer. What do you think about that?
1: I I love that answer. I um, I really like what you said there. That everything happens for a reason. And one other question I had for you was: Do you uh, do you regret making that change from veterinary school to? exercise science do, do you regret that decision you made or, or do you feel like it puts you in a position to be where you are now and, and and do you like where you are now
0: no I don't regret it at all I think that um I think I still think that I if I really wanted to I could have um pushed through and and uh graduated with my pre-vet degree and possibly moved on to a vet school but you know in the moment and still um even looking back i think it was the right call for me to switch majors and decide to want to be a physical therapist and um even within his last year working at both of my jobs at a rehab hospital and then at an outpatient pt clinic um having that much work experience and seeing the pt's interact and all that kind of stuff i definitely know that that is what i want to do with my life and it definitely solidified my my, um, point of view on the, the career itself. So I would say, no, I don't, I don't regret it at all. I think it is the right call and it's okay to have those kind of adjustments, um, in your life. Yes. Um,
1: yes. I, I, I like that. I, um, I, I think it's good to, uh, I like how you see yourself and where you are right now and, and that you don't regret those decisions. I, I think that's great. Um, and you know, I think like you said earlier, we have a we might have a plan, we might have some goals that we've set forth, but life always likes to throw curveballs and and that doesn't always go the way that you planned and and in that time it's it's all about how you manage that. It's all about how you you react or respond to that change that you Correct. want expecting. Um, so, um, yeah, how, you know, you've mentioned how you, you might be expecting some changes in the next few years, uh, some changes that might be difficult for you. How do you see yourself? Um, how do you see yourself coping with those challenges? Uh, where, where do you think you'll turn to when times get tough?
0: I think I will, uh, I think I'll turn to my my current support system um you know my family and Cameron and um you know God as well I I've, I've learned to um be a much much uh better responder to stress I would say I I think that um myself yeah, that's a tough question, Jacob. I, I think that I think that I'm better at handling stress. I think that I have a better support system within the last few years, and I think that, um, as I previously said, this too shall pass. And um, you know, they, there will be obstacles, but um, I think everything that I've gone through and experienced up to this point um, has given me preparation for um, a lot of things that could happen in the next few years. And if something, something unexpected does happen, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta keep going through, um, keep going through the emotions and, and still have the positive mindset. So I would definitely will have an outlet, um, through friends and family and, and God, but also just, um, just, just pushing through myself, I would say. Um, my last question for you, and then we can wrap this this episode up because we have so many, so many great questions in here, Jacob. And I appreciate you asking me that. After all, this podcast is called Let's Talk Twenties. So, do you think that uh, social media and staying connected with everyone on our phones um, through social media, texting, FaceTime, etc., do you think that's influenced people in their twenties in regards to ability to adapt and overcome adversity? And if so, in a positive or negative manner?
1: I believe that social media has a lot of positive aspects about it, um, aspects that help people, uh, help people communicate or reach out to family members and friends or, or even you know reach out to uh, people who they later... Go to work with professionally um, So social media can be Very helpful but When you flip the coin From my In my opinion I believe There, there are many aspects of social media That can be very detrimental To mental health To um, Just In my opinion Social media distorts the reality Of things because when people post, they they post the best parts of their life. They post the the most appealing or, you know, the things that they want the outside world to see, right? And life is not all sunshine and rainbows like what you see on social media. And in my experience, there have been times when I've, I've gone on social media and looked at Something or all the different things that people are doing, all the the beautiful places people are going, uh, all the professional accomplishments people are doing, um, and, and I'm looking, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, man, I wish I, I wish I could be there. I, I wish I could be there at, at that point in my life, or or you know, traveling to that beautiful country, or or something like that. And you know, when I, I, I recently. I took about, you know, 3 months off of social media. I I decided to give it a break and after having done that, I I felt better. I felt like I was putting less pressure on myself to go out there and do all the things that all the people on social media were doing. And I also realized that all those people who I was you know, I was looking at their posts as they were coming up, I haven't talked to them in years. And if social media is designed to stay in contact with people, then stay in contact with people. But don't let it be something that negatively draws you into, you know, this place where you are envying or jealous of um, the, the things that people are doing with their lives.
0: Yeah. I would um <clears throat> as I previously said, I um sometimes focus on the negatives and um even trying to look at this at a unbiased point of view, I can't help myself but think like you said that social media highlights the positives in people's lives. Why would you want to post a picture of Ukraine when you can post a picture of you in, you know, Greece or Italy or something? Um And I think that comparison or comparing yourself to others, um, I think overall it has a negative negative effect because you you think that everyone's living this great life. And then it, um, it really makes you think that, oh, no one else is having all these problems and experiencing this obstacle or this hardship. So, you know, what's wrong with me? Or why do I seem like I'm the only unhappy person when in reality, you know. Everyone's just posting the highlights, like you said. Um, So I think it's really misleading. And um, I think it's great to see what everyone else has accomplished and kind of, you know, say, oh, man, good for them and all that. And I do that. There's people who I haven't really talked to in the last few years, but recently with everyone graduating and getting their first, you know, um, out of college job and blah, blah, blah. It's really, really cool to see where everyone has has uh gone especially even people from high school um and to now to see them in New York or Miami or you know Cali or whatever it is i always think it's really cool to see that but in retrospect um yeah it's it's really hard to to digest or think that people are going through stuff um or hardships when all you see is just the highlights or positive stuff or or co-experiences cool others are facing. Personally, I completely that's my opinion. Agree. But.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And uh, it just so turns out that, you know, we have kind of the same opinion on it, but um, social media can be good. It could be good for people in different ways. But um, I think it, it's good to have social media. There's many benefits to it. As long as you set boundaries, if you need them, if you need those boundaries to kind of remind you of, you know, hey, this is this is an app that, you know, I'm going to on my phone. But the reality of what I'm living is right in front of me. And that's ultimately what should be focused on, um, because to you, you are the most important person you know, you need to take care of yourself and, um, and, and that can be, it Could be very challenging to, to look at social media constantly and, and, um, but forget, forget to see where you are, forget to think about yourself and, and take care of yourself too.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I think, um, we're at a good stopping point a little over an hour now and we've, we've really, really, dove into the topic and had some, uh, great conversation points, I would say. So, um, to wrap this up, Jacob, thank you so much for, um, hopping on this episode with me and, um, you and I have always been, uh, you know, friends that are able to have these kind of talks, um, without any judgment. I think that's really important to have those kind of friends, um, throughout the years to kind of, you know, have someone who will be able to listen to you and um be able to provide legitimate and honestly um, great feedback so I just want to say thanks for uh, always being there for me for the last i mean nine years um and it's really great to see um, everything that you've done especially within the last few years and uh always here for you man and uh yeah, just want to say thank you once again for coming on It's been great
1: well thank you for having me on i I've uh, looked forward to doing this. I, I've listened to all your other episodes and, and uh, I've very much enjoyed them. And I've thought to myself, man, I would love to get me on one of those. And, uh, <laughs> and so thankfully I got that opportunity today, but um, I, I'm glad we got to talk about this because it adversity is something that, that you can never, sometimes you can never really see coming. and, to have that foundation to fall back on is just some of, you know, it's something that can be so rewarding. Um, Mm -hmm. It can be such a blessing to have a good foundation to fall back on. And, um, you know, in your case, whatever you might be going through in the next few years, um, it might be tough, but just know that um, all you have to do is hit that green button on, on your phone with my name on top and and I'll pick up the phone and um, I'm always here for you Um, as I know that, you know, you're always here for me. So I appreciate that, man.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Everyone who's listening, um, please uh, let me know. Um, Obviously if it's on YouTube, comment uh, what kind of topics you'd like to be discussed in the future or if you would like to be on a future episode. Um, and thank you everyone who has been listening um even if it was just the first episode or everyone who's listened through all three um to this point now it it really does mean a lot and i I have received so much uh so much feedback, so many dms and messages and people saying that they love it and you know they took bits and pieces from all the episodes and that that's exactly why I'm doing it um so I really appreciate every. Thank you, everyone, for listening for another episode of Let's Talk 20s. Signing off. See you guys later.